Welcome to the Health and Hustle podcast, your go-to place where we talk about holistic health, how to develop a positive mindset and become the best and healthiest version of yourself. Needing some inspiration today? Is your cup feeling a little bit empty? Or maybe you're feeling down on yourself and looking to be surrounded by a community that accepts you for who you are. You've come to the right place. I'm Jenna Trudeau, and my purpose in life is to inspire women daily to take care of their health before they hustle. We wear so many hats as women, and it's important to fill up our cup because we all know we cannot give from an empty cup. I'm a small town girl, a wife, mama of two girls, a leader, and a huge advocate for health with an it's totally doable attitude. Let's get you on your way to becoming the best version of yourself possible. It's totally doable. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Health and Hustle podcast. Super excited you guys are coming back and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you being here and please continue to do me a favor, leave a rating and a review on the podcast to continue to help spread the health and hustle community across the board. A, also, if you're not within the health and hustle community on Facebook, make sure you head on over there and get in there. Um, Amazing things to be coming within that community. And don't forget, screenshot. If you enjoy today's podcast, screenshot it, share it on Instagram, tag me, share it with your friends and family. Let's help spread the health and hustle community and health and hustle brand across the globe. So I am very excited for you guys to listen to today's recording. This gal that you guys are going to hear from, her name is Mariah Loveland. I've actually been creeping on her for many years. I don't think she knows this, but I would attend uh, yoga classes at Orange Fitness in Grand Prairie. And Mariah Loveland was the instructor. She was one of the instructors of many there. And she would teach the 6 a.m. classes. And I just loved going to her classes. She had this presence of like calming, nurturing. I just felt like the energy that she brought, I just took throughout my day um, when I would go to her classes. And so Mariah and I have connected throughout the years. We've done a couple of collaborations together. I personally am a client of Mariah. She is a um, if she's a wellness specialist, she also talks a lot about Ayurveda and is a firm like believer in Ayurveda medicine. And if you have never heard about Ayurveda, you've never heard about doshas, it's like a whole new realm of possibilities for you. I was in your shoes. I had, I remember talking to Mariah and she would tell me some things. I'm like tongue scraping. What is that? Um, tapping, uh, tell me more. And so I was always super inquisitive. And so this podcast today, the recording that you guys are going to be listening to kind of talks about some of the things that I had questions for Mariah and I just really wanted to have her on to talk about it. And we talk a lot about, um, stress and with the, in the stress within the body and helping basically daily healthy habits to reduce stress within the body because we do have so many trapped emotions within the body. And so she is going to be sharing some specific habits that you can incorporate into your daily lifestyle. And I just, I can't wait for you guys to hear this. This is a lifelong journey learning about area beta. And um, I just, I hope that you guys take some things away from today's recording 
um, because I've taken some things away, including tongue scraping. I know what is tongue scraping? It sounds disgusting, but it should actually be one of the first thing you do before you brush your teeth. So we're going to dive in and welcome Mariah Loveland to the podcast. So Mariah, welcome to the health and hustle podcast, girl. Yes. Thank you, Jenna, so much for having me. That was uh, really beautiful to hear. Thank you so much. Um, and so this presence that you're talking about, uh, I like that came through the practices that I, mm -hmm. that I teach, that I do, and it's available to all of us, this presence, you know, of um, expanding beyond the the limitations, like expanding beyond the um, anxieties, beyond the, the fluctuations of the mind. But I will go back to introducing myself. So um, it's it's available to all of us, really. And thank you. I'm honored to to know that that is what um, I bring to spaces. Absolutely, absolutely. So I started my journey as a yoga teacher. I dropped out of college, went to uh, started in Costa Rica with my training, and then like went all over the world to, I was just like a yoga and spiritual junkie. I was like in Costa Rica, in India, in California, in um, Vancouver, Calgary, the more local areas where I was just like finding these incredibly authentic teachers of the, the Vedic system, which is where Ayurveda and yoga come from. And I just was like, couldn't get enough actually interestingly enough so I've taken my my Jyotish which is my Vedic astrology so there's three parts to the Vedic system there's astrology which is Jyotish uh Ayurveda and yoga and so I've just like can't get enough of learning and doing and practicing these um these systems yeah and um it shows it in my chart it shows, if any of you know Jyotish, I have Rahu in my eighth house of um, the occult sciences. So it's like clear as day in my chart. Anywho, um, so I started with yoga, Ayurveda, Jyotish, and um, over time I evolved out of teaching the yoga classes because I knew there was more to just coming and doing the yoga class and then leaving and letting the daily stresses take over. So I, I created Habitual Bloom, which is an online course that um, really brings in the daily practices of Ayurveda and yoga. So it's tending to the body, the mind, the nervous system, the subconscious mind, all of it, because Ayurveda, well, the whole Vedic system looks at our health and wellness as a whole. Mm -hmm. So there's the physical body, the breath body, the mental and emotional body. They're the same body, the intuitive body and the conscious body. So we tend to all of that in order to um, live a calm, steady, spacious, centered existence. Absolutely. If one, yeah. If one is out, you can, you can, you can access another body to kind of, get them in alignment, to get them into a nice balanced, um, integrated state. Mm -hmm. And how long, how long have you been teaching? Like, I know Ayurveda, because I never heard of Ayurveda until I met you. Mm -hmm. So maybe for listeners who are like Ayurveda, okay, I understand it, right? I know I've asked this question, right? And it's even like a learning process for myself. 
But for someone who's brand new that they're like, Ayurveda, I've heard of that. But like, what exactly is it? I know it stems from like years ago. Can you mm-hmm. just talk a little bit more about what Ayurveda is and just talk maybe about the connections again? I, I got I got, got my pen and paper here. I'm writing it down. <laughs> uh, so Ayurveda is literally translated to the science of life. And the way I see it is it harmonizes us with, um, with Mother Nature. It syncs us to the natural flow of the energies, if that makes sense. So we look at the five elements because mm-hmm. Everything, everything in this planet, in this universe, is made up of the five elements. It's all energy. Mm-hmm. And when I talk about the five elements, that space, air, fire, water, earth. And so we recognize that um, each individual has a different combination of those five elements. And so in order for each individual to stay balanced, to stay healthy, like balanced, you know, everyone like is like moving towards balance. Yeah. 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 Balance doesn't exist. And I don't think uh, it actually doesn't exist, but it's like, you know, an ebb and flow moving towards your, your natural innate state of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like homeostasis, you know, like peace. Totally. Um, Peace. Yeah. So it recognizes that everyone has their individual constitution, which is a combination of the five elements. And um, what keeps one person in balance isn't the same for the, another person. Totally. So, what would you say, like, how do you, how, how do you figure out what keeps you balanced? We look at, we, so like the most basic thing to do is to fill out a dosha quiz. So a dosha is, and it's also, it's technically an imbalance. Okay. Dosha is translated as an imbalance, but there's three doshas, vata, pitta, kapha. They're made up of the elements. So vata is space and air. Mm-hmm. Is fire and water. Kapha vata is, 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 what did you say that again? Space and air. Yeah. Okay. And it's then a, fire, water, fire, water, and kapha is water and earth. Which one did I say that I was again? I can't remember. I remember texting you, be like, "I did the dosha quiz." Yeah, your pitta, pitta vata, pitta vata. Okay, so that means things that would help keep myself balanced and for anyone else that goes and takes the dosha quiz I think what we should do is when I when I upload this onto our podcast and on our Facebook page we'll actually maybe just put a link where people can go and take yeah. their dosha quiz because that's something that I did this is something that I've been learning about as well and I was so excited when I you know found out about it and I took the yeah. quiz and then I sent it yeah. to Mariah and I'm like I'm a Pitta, kapha, or kata, like whatever that is. So you're saying that then space and air, fire and water, those are things that more so would kind of fuel that dosha's energy and balance? Exactly, yeah. So I have have a quiz I can give you, and then I have some write-ups that that people can get from. That would be amazing, right? And then we can actually pin it in the show notes. So yes, send that, and we will make sure we pin that in the show notes for you guys. You guys can go and take this if you're like, what the heck? (laughs) Yeah, and for for listening to this, I'll give you, I'll even throw in a bonus of like the the remedies for each dosha. So like the ins and outs of the dosha, how like the proper lifestyle, 
to help pacify a dosha, the diet, like all the grains, the foods, all the stuff. That would be unbelievable, Mariah. We would love that. So yeah, send that all to me and we'll make sure we get it, get it pinned in here. I love it. So Mm -hmm. as I know you're a mom, right. Of two little kids, right. Running a business wife, wears all the hats, right. But she still Mm -hmm. got this amazing presence. And that's what I admire so much about Mariah, you guys. And yeah, like it's, it is amazing. You've been practicing this. You've been on like this, this journey of enlightenment for like many years. And it's been really cool just even as an outsider person, then to meet you and step in and then just like, see you grow into it. I know I get some appointments done by you. And I'm just like, I just I love the energy that you have. So um, the question that I'm sure many listeners could be wondering, right, especially as a mom, a wife, a business owner. And this is obviously every question I ask everyone that comes onto this interview. But how do you take care of your health before you hustle? Right? Health is very important to you. And I can definitely tell I definitely know that. So how do you take care of your health before you hustle in all areas of life? Mm-hmm. So I, it, I want to say it fluctuates and it's also consistent. Um, first and foremost, uh, meditation is key. Um, it takes care of my mental health. It's mental housekeeping for me. I can see. Um, so, you know, at the beginning of our talk here, I taught, I spoke of that presence. Yes. It's available to all of us. Mm-hmm. So meditation taps you into that deeper part of you that exists beyond like the projection of anxiety or like the, the heaviness of that depression, lethargy, that stagnation. We can like, um, it basically gives you a bird's eye view of what's happening. It detaches you from the emotional body and you can more see from an observing space of what's happening in your life. And then you're able to like, you know, like almost like enter back into your day from that, that place of presence. Yeah. You know, my, and my auntie Kelly, she was actually one of the first interviews on this podcast. And she was saying, it's kind of like, it's like your life is the game, right? Your life is playing the game. And so when you're meditating, you're taking that time. It's like, you're stepping up in, I can't remember exactly. It was like up into the bleachers, into like the player's corner. You know what I mean? So it's almost like when you're meditating, it's like you're, you're, you know, you're imagining yourself kind of step out of your life and just like come up and just kind of like a bird's eye view looking down. You're like, okay, like let me emotionally disconnect and see what's actually going on. Right. So meditation is super important to you. Yeah. And I just want to say one thing, like not to numb out the emotions because we also need to go into the emotional body and um, like see, honor, validate, give space for the emotions to process and transmute. So it's not to detach from the emotional body and avoid and not go in there because that will, um, that is not like the emotions are going to come out one way or another. So, um, yeah, like just for the moment, like to, before you um, you start your day, <clears throat> it works best for me before I start my day. Um, another prime time to meditate is before bed. So right before bed, if you're not a morning person or if it's like you just haven't, um, gotten in the habit or like, for whatever reason you, you you're not able to or don't want to or just don't get up in the morning before you start your yeah. day um in the evening is another good time totally especially for those who have kids right i mean no i know meditating in the morning can always be great but it's always like sometimes it's kind of like that 
are they going to come? Are they going to come? Right. So I feel like sometimes I can't even get to that like meditation point. So sometimes mm -hmm. in the evening when your kids are sleeping, you're like, okay, they're asleep. Like I'm going to take some time to meditate. Now, um, I know you probably have more to say, but is there a right or wrong way to meditate? Like for listeners that are on and they're like, I've never, like, I'm trying to meditate, but like, am I doing it right? Like, how should I do it? I mean, I don't think there's any right or wrong way, but like, what are like your key elements when it comes to meditation? If you're just getting into meditation, a key element is, I will say consistency. Mm -hmm. So one minute yeah. every day or one minute, three days a week, one minute, five days a week is better than 10 minutes here and there, maybe 20 minutes, like once in a blue moon, you know, it's like that consistency. Um, and if you're just starting out, start with one minute three days a week, two days a week, and like set it in your calendar that you're going to do it, like commit to it and show up to it. And if you don't do it in the morning, if you don't do that one minute in the morning, do it in the afternoon, do it in the evening. Like you find the time to do it. Just do it sometime during like when you said you will. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, and people who are, you know, people are like, oh my God, I have to meditate for like 30 minutes, right? Or 15 minutes or 10 minutes, right? If you're just starting out, maybe meditate for a minute, like Mariah said, and then do that for a week. And the next week, maybe do it a minute and a half. And the week after that, do two minutes. And progressively over time, you're going to get farther than you were than you started, right? Your your point is maybe build up to that. Don't start super big and be like, oh my gosh, I have to meditate for 15 minutes, right? Yeah. Just take baby steps, right? Exactly. This is what we call Kaizen. So yeah. this is what I, this is one of like the, 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 the uh, almost like the backbone of one of the teachings in Habitual Bloom is the Kaizen approach, which is small incremental improvements. And one thing I've learned on my personal journey is um, to eliminate shame yeah. out of my existence, out of my vocabulary, like, come come at everything from a place of like um just from a place of self-love and support and encouragement you know like you're not wrong for not meditating but if you're curious if you want to like explore the benefits just like try it out and see how it see how it goes for you Absolutely. Um, but yeah and even just start with one minute of focusing on your breath, focusing on your belly breath, because really the point of meditation is to draw the senses inward. Because if you think about it, from the moment we wake up to the moment where our head hits the pillow, we are exerting. Like everything is, all the, all of our energy is going out through the eyes, um, through the mouth, you know, we're speaking, our hands, our feet, like we're just like const, in constant stimulation. Yeah. And so what meditation does is we, we draw inward. Mm -hmm. So whatever that is for you, if it's focusing on your breath, if it's um, finding a mantra, a mantra might be a little advanced, but a mantra is um, it's, it's, it's a repetition that holds a specific vibration. And so Jen and I were speaking about frequency earlier. And so mm -hmm. mantras um, tap you into specific frequencies that um, yeah. open up, open so up gates of opportunity. I will say that. 
I, yeah, I think we need to do a whole nother podcast on meditation, but I will ask one more question about meditation and I promise I'll move forward. But what are some mantras that people can start again? Like if someone's like, okay, I need to start meditating tomorrow because I'm a little bit overwhelmed and my head's just here and there. Like, what are some mantras that they could just, if they were to start today? Okay. We're going to start today. Let's just say, yeah, what are some things amazing. that they can do tonight when they're meditating? Okay. If you're starting today, the most basic, uh, mantra is so hum. So, um, you, let's say you set your time. Okay. So this is what I do. I'll, I actually meditate for 20 minutes myself, but I've been doing this for a while. And so I will, um, I'll have my phone with me. I'll have it on do not disturb. Yeah. And I'll say set timer for 20 minutes. Timer 20 goes minutes on. starting now. I put it down and I go into my meditation and I do not let myself, sometimes I will. And I'll say I used to like, oh my God, has it been, has it been like, you know, five minutes yet? Has it been five minutes yet? But like as much as you can, just let yourself sit in those even the one minute, sit for the yeah. one minute. As you inhale, um, say to yourself, so, as you exhale, hum. So, hum. So, hum. And what does that mean? It has no translation. Oh. Nothing that it translates to. So it just quiets so, the mind. It quiets the mind. I'm just turning off my timer. So it's a good way to begin to neutralize the thinking mind and connect to your breath. And it, it gets you into the present moment. That's the whole point of meditation is to presence your awareness. Mm -hmm. Because there's that's there's incredible power in the present moment. That's where like all power exists, really. 100%. Well, I think we need to do a whole podcast on meditation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Need to bring it back, you guys. So what are some other things you do to take care of your health before you hustle every day? So meditation, I know was a big one. Yeah, meditation. So my like my three non-negotiables that have to happen for me is tongue scrape. Mm -hmm. Tongue scrape has to happen. Like if I don't tongue scrape, I feel it's like almost like I don't brush my teeth. So yeah. tongue scrape. All right, health and hustle community. Have you ever heard of something called tongue scraping? I remember when I worked in the health food store many years ago, people would come in to get a tongue scraper. Tongue scraping is actually one of the first things that we should be doing in the morning. It took me a very long time to actually come to terms with it. And if you have heard about it, this is your time to start taking action. And I have a code for you guys to go and get it. But let's talk about why tongue scrape. So tongue scraping should actually be done the first thing in the morning before you put water into your system, before you brush your teeth, because basically what we're doing is we are pulling and scraping off the bacteria that's on our tongue. If you think about it at nighttime, when you go to bed, your body is laying there and in the morning, your bacteria basically comes up to your mouth into your tongue because you're laying on your back, right? In the mornings, we, we go pee to eliminate um, toxins and bacteria and things like that. And so the other bacteria that's within your system is coming up through and sitting onto your tongue. Normally, what we normally do in the morning 
is we brush our teeth or we have some water. What we're doing, especially when we have water, is we're just putting that bacteria back into our system, which isn't the best. So if you're someone who's dealing with maybe some digestion issues, candida issues, overgrowth of yeast, this is something fantastic that you can start incorporating every single morning into your day. You're going to have a better taste, uh, less of having your bad breath. If you deal with bad breath, you're removing bacteria and just overall improving your health. So if you guys are wanting to get your tongue scrapers, I have a link on Amazon. I will post it in the show notes for you guys. These are the ones that I have gotten. You can get one for the whole family or get one for every area. You can have one for the trailer, for your house, wherever. So I really encourage you guys to click on the link in the show notes, go and grab your tongue scraper, and it will be coming to you guys in a couple days. I can't wait to hear your results in using the tongue scraper. meditate. I move my body. So for myself, um, I do three sun salutations. That's just my daily practice, but I get my breath and my body flowing because when we're sleeping for eight hours, um, generally, maybe less, maybe, maybe less, Uh, (laughs) but anyways, for the amount of time that we're sleeping, there's um stagnation that happens in the body right our body is laying it's like stagnation begins to settle in the joints and the muscles and all the things the brain and so when we sink our body with our breath and jenna i love how committed you are to your morning routine it's like such a uh, inspiration a little bit of a freak to my morning routine but you know what that's how i take care of my health before i hustle Exactly. If I don't do it, oh boy, oh boy, don't talk to me that day. No, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe. Right? But it clears out the system. Yeah, totally. And so you're you're doing this, right? Like your breath and you're you're connecting your breath and your body, and you're you're clearing the system. So basically, I see it. You have a clear slate to start the day with. You're not Absolutely. carrying the stuff from the day before. Absolutely. Yeah. Clearing clearing the day. So why tongue scraping? Why tongue scraping? For everyone who's like, what is tongue scraping? Like, you know, I, I know what it is, but like for people who are like, what? You brush your right. teeth and tongue scrape? Like, tell us more. Right. So again, this is what we go deep into this in Habitual Bloom. Yeah. And um, while we're sleeping, our body does a natural detoxification process. So um, everything comes to the surface. Yeah. And it, like, so our body detoxes through the tongue. And so when you wake up, the toxins have um, surfaced on the tongue. Mm -hmm. And so you wake up, you scrape your tongue, and then you drink some water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or oil pulling, right? Yes, and oil pulling, exactly. Um, So oil pulling, again, like the uh, the oil, when it's heated, it pulls toxins from from the gum, the brains, the sinuses. Like it's just, it's incredible. You know, these are all things that like, I've always heard of, right? It's like, but it's like, why oil bowl? Why tongue scrape? But then when you talk about that, it's like, it does make sense, right? Like when you wake up and like, honestly, like the first thing I always have to do is go pee, right? And then when you're laying like that, and you think about all the stuff that's coming up to your mouth, that totally makes sense with tongue scraping or oil pulling. So if you guys want more information about that, reach out to Mariah. She has like from like, cause I've, I've always asked her like, what do you do in the mornings? Like, how do you take care of your health? And these three things have always been the three things that she's talked about from the day we met. So 
I think that is so cool. And you can get your own tongue scraper from the Health Hut in the mall. So just saying, you guys, if you're like, what, what do I get? Or Amazon. But Health Hut has them. Support local. Best yes. place in the mall. Yeah. Um, okay. So moving forward with um, stress. I know we kind of talked about a little bit about stress, right? There's many people that are probably listening that are dealing with some stress right now with the uncertainty in the world and the craziness that has happened over the past two years. And, you know, so many people have been affected in so many different ways over the past two years, whether it was two years ago, or it's happening now, or it was happening a year ago. And people are holding these emotions, right? I know we've, we've talked about emotions and holding on to emotions and getting rid of them. So I really want to kind of dive deep into that and talk about like tapping and um, just some ways to release stress. But here's my first question, okay? Because, you know, maybe there's some listeners that don't know this. They're so new to this. But does stress affect the body? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 it does. Um so first of all, you know, there's like the fight or flight system is always on the go. So we burn our adrenals, right? Because our body constantly thinks that it's under attack or, you know, like unsafe. So yeah, it it drains the adrenals, you know, the um the hormonal, the hormonal system is goes out of balance. Like the immunity system isn't able to build its immunity like in, in the Ayurvedic term it's called ojas ojas is your immunity it's that luster it's like that like you know those people who are just glowing from within and have this like stability this like stable calm consistent presence that's the buildup of ojas and ojas comes from rest ojas comes from like again that presence mm -hmm. um yeah um taking care of your digestive system your your mental like it's all everything is so related everything everything is so tied together do you know what Absolutely. I mean? especially like stress with digestion right i know we were talking about that as well and how stress can even affect digestion if people are having digestion problems right mm -hmm. yeah 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 so there's exactly and so my experience Stress, um, for whatever reason, I'm just being called to like direct the conversation here, but stress um, is formulated in the mind. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, if we're gonna look at the mind, the, the conscious mind, if, um, I'm just gonna explain this analogy if no one's heard this before, but the, if you were to imagine your mind was like an iceberg, the mm -hmm. tip of the, the iceberg that you see, the conscious mind, you know, the awake mind is, um, runs about 10% of the show. And the subconscious mind is uh, like 90%. The, it's the part that you don't see. And that is the part that is running the show. So the subconscious mind is about 90% and it's what runs the show. The mm -hmm. conscious mind is just like almost the projection of the subconscious. So if we're feeling fear, if we're feeling anxiety, if we're feeling stress, um, we need to go into the subconscious and see what patterns, what mental patterns and emotional patterns are playing out that we that we're not aware of. So how do you dive into that subconscious mind to figure out those patterns that are happening? Meditation. So <laughs> I know that sometimes meditation is uncomfortable because it's hard to sit with what is right. It can be hard to sit with what is it can, it can feel like it's creating more anxiety. Um, but being able to presence 
what is to take a look at what is is almost like the only way to move through it you know it's like really get real and present and aware of what's there and then there's also journaling practices you know like in my courses I take us through uh, journaling prompts to see what is there and then to move through them it's like to clear through the blocks you know I know that it's been like um it's been spoken of so much but like the limiting beliefs those are those are your belief runs the show yeah absolutely what you what you think right what you feel what you think is like your reality what you think and what you feel is your reality where you where focus goes or where energy no focus energy goes where focus how do you say that how do you say that where focus goes, energy flows, right? So if you're always thinking about the negative things or, oh my gosh, I this or that, that's where your energy is flowing. And that's something that like I've always been trying to be mindful of. But mm-hmm. I love, even for those who um, are dealing with any emotions, right? Uh, definitely journaling. Journaling has like, I've always had a journal. I'm sure you, like, what do you do with all the journals after? Yeah, like, yeah oh right? God. I have like this whole bookshelf. I actually, a couple years ago, I, I, I like burned all my journals. It's so liberating. So liberating. I'm like, what are people going to say when they read these journals one day? Yeah. <laughs> but it's so fun because journaling has been such a part of my life. Like even from when I was like 17, 18 years old with all these emotions and someone's like, just journal. I'm like, it's freaking weird, but I would just like write it down. And now it's so funny looking back at it being like, wow, like, that really wasn't a big problem, but at the time it felt really big. Right. So it's kind of cool to kind of like, you know, have those, but yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to add on that before I ask my next question? Cause I can like ask you so many questions. You're so knowledgeable in this area. Um, so yeah, anything else that you want to add? I do. Yeah. So I want to do one last thing about journaling. Then you had asked about the tapping. Um, but Journaling is a way for the subconscious to speak, a way for the subconscious to be heard. You can see what's lying underneath the surface through journaling. And if you're new to journaling, um, one thing that I did just to really get the juices flowing to like open up the, you know, the gates of the what's of the subconscious mind, essentially, mm-hmm. um, I would set a timer part of my morning practice. So I I do journal still. I have a different form of journaling now. But when I first started, I would um, meditate, journal, and move my body. For me, I'm a yoga teacher, so yoga is my go-to. So I would meditate, and then I would set timer for three minutes, and I would just start writing. Even if I didn't know what to write, I'd say, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but this happened, this happened, and then... Oh, and then like, you would just keep writing. Um, And this is coming to me, so I'm gonna say it. And and you can also ask yourself, what am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. And then you'll see the the beliefs that are hiding underneath. It's crazy. I actually, my auntie actually sat me down yesterday when I called her and we we did that. She, She asked me to go, she asked me to do three circles and then shake off my energy. And I was like, okay. <laughs> She's like, go grab a rock and find a quiet space, you know, in, in wherever. And I was like, okay. So I grabbed a rock. I sat down and she kept asking me over and over again. Um, if fear wasn't a thing, what would you, what would you do? Or what, what are your fears? Like, she just kept asking me the same question over and over and over again. And I was just like, well, this, well, that, well, this, and it was kind of like, 
wow, like that's, that's really powerful, right? It's kind of crazy what just kind of comes out. Um, so yeah, I love that. Just journaling that. What if, if fear wasn't a thing, what would I be doing? Or um, what are things that are fearful to me? What's holding me back? Write those things down on your page. You'd be surprised as to what comes out just out of nowhere. Yeah. And then there's, you can, you can see there's a common thread of what's wanting to come through, right? What's wanting almost to be like birth created through you. Awakened through you. Absolutely. Um, so with the kind of whole direction of emotions, right? Because, and I know we kind of talked about this off air before we came on. Um, but with, I mean, the amount that people have been through over the past little bit and the weight of the world or circumstances that have happened way in the past from people, right? From past lives, from current lives to anything, right? Emotions are a thing, right? And it's almost like, it's, it's, it's not the best to suppress your emotions is what I've been learning a lot of. Right. Um, and there's so many ways that people suppress their emotions, whether it be through drugs or alcohol, alcohol is a huge thing, right. Mm -hmm. Um, or marijuana, whatever it might be, right. We're always trying to cover something up. And that's something I've always been super fascinated by is just the emotions and just how they get covered up. Right. It's like, if you drink, right. And then that night something comes up, it's like, that's an emotion that's within you. That's bothering you mm-hmm. that when maybe something's put in, it's coming out. Right. But when we're not, you know, in that circumstance, we're not dealing with those emotions. Right. Yeah. So everyone deals with their emotions completely differently. So what would you say is the best advice? And I know we talked about tapping. So I have, a, I have a feeling this is kind of the direction that you're going to go through, but for people who are dealing with emotions from the past or current, right? How, what are, what are your best tips um, and practices? I would say probably more practices that they can start putting into place and practicing today um, to help them release their emotions and not have to cover it up with substances. Right. Right. So one thing I heard not too long ago, which really rung true for me is addict addictions. So addictive behavior is misplaced energy or misdirected mm-hmm. energy. So if we're finding ourselves, um, you know, like drinking every weekend or like, you know, smoking every, like if we find ourselves going into habits mm-hmm. that allow us to avoid the emotional body, that's, in my view, misdirected energy, right? Like the body is trying to get your attention. Um, I see the emotional body as a beacon. Like we have an emotional response to a trigger. Mm -hmm. So that's something that our body, our soul, our subconscious is wanting us to work through. Um, Really ultimately to clear our karmic path. So like the way the Vedic system and the way I see it is we all are like we're here to clear our karma. So this life that we've entered, we have lessons to learn, we have karma to clear, you know, like we're burning through karma while we're here. And if we're avoiding things, that's karma that we're gonna come back to um, to learn again our next life. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it, like I'm gonna I'm gonna clear as much karma as I can this life. So when I when my body is responding, I'm gonna pay it. Or when my body is reacting, I'm gonna pay attention to that. Cause that's yeah. something that I need to work through emotionally, mm-hmm. and, like clear, whatever it is that's showing up for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So there's two things that um, come to mind. So that there's the EFT, but even before that, I want to, um, I guess, share this practice of, again, presencing the emotion. So if you feel a trigger, so a trigger, you know, like there's like crunchy, like however you describe your emotional body, like sometimes it's friction, like whatever anxiety feels like to you, whatever depression or like heaviness or heartbreak or stress or um, whatever feels like to you, you go into your body. Again, there's that presence, there's that power in the present. So you presence the emotion, mm -hmm. close your eyes. Where do I feel it in my body? Okay, it's like up in my upper left chest or in my in my gut, in my shoulders. Um, what does it feel like? It feels constricting. It feels like friction. It feels like um, whatever it might be. It feels like it's like collapsing. Okay. Just identify it, name it, give it space, and really just stay present with it as you breathe into that space in the body. And I, um, I'm not sure when I started to do this, but I think I just intuitively started to do it. And then the emotion, it's like, because emotions don't need to speak to us through our language, right? Like whatever language we speak, they don't speak through words, but they can speak through feelings and visions and colors. So really I just stay with the emotion and move with it like until it begins to loosen up, until it begins to move through the body. Because emotion is energy in motion. Yeah. And if we're not letting that energy stay in motion, it gets blocked. And Jenna, this is what we do with the, the tuning forks, right? We clear the body, we clear the stuck energy in the body. Um, and so you can also do that with your mind, you know, right. with your presence and intentionally let the emotion move through. So that's one way of clearing the emotions. And then um, we spoke of EFT before we went live. And so EFT is emotional freedom technique or tapping. And this is my number one go-to like in the moment when I'm feeling stress, when I'm feeling anxiety, when I'm feeling nervous, those are my go-to because I'm Vata, I'm high Vata. So my go-to is worry, stress, anxiety. Um, and what tapping does is it disrupts the subconscious pattern. So it dis disrupts those belief systems that are playing out in the mind. And um, so anxiety is caused from a fear, right? Mm -hmm. We're afraid of something that something will happen something won't happen um and really all fear is your mind your subconscious mind is taking an event from mm -hmm. the past yeah and projecting it into the future mm -hmm. so you think you're seeing this you think it's yeah. going to happen but it's not actually going to happen mm -hmm. so tapping is one tool that helps you um so disrupt that patterning. Right. And also the emotional body lives in, so the subconscious body, like it lives in the body and the emotional body and the subconscious body are um, like they're together. Yeah. And so what do I want to say? The subconscious body doesn't know, like, Past and future doesn't exist in a subconscious body. The only mm -hmm. thing 
that exists is right now. That's why we feel the anxiety when our right. subconscious mind is projecting something into the future. Right. So we think like we feel it as if it's happening now. Mm -hmm. So what tapping does is we call in what we are afraid of. We call in the stress. We call in the fear. We, we presence it because again, there's that power in the presence. Right. And ultimately we're calling our power back from it. We totally. choose where our power goes and we choose when we call it back in. Own that, um, yeah. 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 So with tapping, we actually play out worst case scenario. Where's my camera? Worst case scenario. <laughs> and because um, worst case scenario doesn't exist. Right. We give it power when we feed into it. So your subconscious mind thinks it's happening in the moment and you go through the process of tapping and then your subconscious mind is like, Oh, we're okay. Mm -hmm. We didn't die from that. You know, we didn't like, we're still here. It's okay. And it really neutralizes that fear. Absolutely. So how can someone start practicing tapping? Like, is that something that you can, that we, we all have that power to do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And actually, if you want, so I have a little PDF that gives you the tapping points. If you yeah. want, we yeah. can in the thing as well. Wow. Uh, but we could also go through a little round right now. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so well, I tell people um, that are listening, right, that are have their AirPods in, they're doing the dishes with the kids or they're whatever, we're gonna have to kind of walk through what we're doing. For those of you who can visually see you can you can start practicing this today. So yeah, let's hear it. Let's see. Let's, I would love to kind of see how a active tapping system EFT can really take place. Yeah. So, um, what are we, what do we want to, let's, let's do a hypothetical situation here. Okay. So what are we afraid of? I feel like, I feel like anxiety has come up a lot. Um, anxiety and stress. So if we can do one, maybe around kind of those two, that would probably be the best direction. Mm -hmm. um, let's give a hypothetical situation where someone like, why is someone feeling stressed? Why is someone experiencing anxiety? Right. Let's say, oh, I don't know. What are some examples? Um, I don't know. How about... Um, because I was watching This Is Us last night. Um, what's his name? Oh my gosh. The husband, one of the husbands lost their job. Okay. okay. Let's just go with someone loses their job. Okay. 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 Which is relevant, right? People could be doing that right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Okay. So I like to, every time I presence myself, I rub my palms together. And the reason I do that is, um, well, first and foremost, it reminds me that I am like, you're creating friction. You're creating friction right now. You're creating the heat. That's creating energy. Energy. Exactly. That's exactly it. Energy is created from within. Yeah. It's not forced from outside. It's created from within. Wow. Yeah. If you don't believe energy is created within, start doing this and you'll feel the warmth. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay. So we'll just call, just presence ourselves. Um, you know what we need to do before we, before we presence, we need yeah, to. Right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes. 20 minutes of silence. Just kidding. <laughs> so we're going to go through the points first. How about that? Okay. So the first point is the karate. Oh, here's my camera. The karate chop point. And so that's really, yeah, it's on the side of your hand. Like 
um, on the edge of your ring, the edge of your hand where your pinky finger is. Let's say that like in the palm, the cushy okay. part. So this okay. is where you want to presence the issue, presence the fear, the anxiety, um, really call in what's like what the situation is. So say if it was, oh my gosh, I lost my job. I lost my job. Like, would you say it like that? I lost my job or I'm, I'm losing my job, whatever it would be. Yeah. So for right now, we're calling, we're like, we're just calling it in mentally, emotionally. Okay. Okay. Um, so we're not going to go through the, the, the vocalization of it yet. I'm just showing you the point. So there's the karate chop. There's the top of your head. Right on the crown, like right in the center point. Is that your, what's this, your crown chakra? I don't yeah, know. crown chakra, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. right. And would you do it with two hands or just one hand? Uh, you could do whatever. I've seen it, like, I've seen it always. Really, okay. like, whatever is natural to you. And about five to seven times each point. You don't have to count, but about that. Okay, so okay. crown of your head, inside of your eyebrow. Temple. Under the eye ridge. So, like, that tender Oh, that's tender. Yeah, tender. Um, mustache point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, chin. For those of you who are joining or watching the video, you're probably like, what are they doing? We are doing EFT. You guys got to go back and listen and watch this. Emotional freedom technique. Yeah. Releasing emotions. Uh, bra line or rib cage or monkey point if you're doing it with kids. Actually, tapping is a great practice to get into with your kids. Yeah. So the, the monkey monkey point. And you know what, like in learning all these emotions um, and, and listening to a lot of like videos on EFT, had a big aha, like awakening, because yeah. when my kids cry, I'm like, don't cry. It's fine. It's fine. Don't cry. Just stop crying. Like just yeah. anything to just shut them up. Like just yeah, stop right? And now I'm like, oh my God, I feel like a terrible mom. Like they well, need to cry. They need to release that. I'm like, okay, yeah. moving forward. <laughs> cry yeah. it all out. I don't even care. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. Yeah. yeah. So much of what we're learning is going to help our children, right? Absolutely. Okay. So this is another one that's optional, but maybe we won't go through it, but there's like the, um, oh, I, I'm sorry. I forgot to do the collarbone. Okay. So after the chin, we do collarbone and then the, the bra line or the monkey point. It's crazy. I already kind of feel like a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it releases. So, it, okay. So another thing, another side note, they're like, this stuff is so deep. Wow. It, well, the tapping works the marma points. Yeah. And the marma points are acupressure points. And those are, those activate the meridians of the body. So right. the, that's where the energy flows. Emotion is energy in motion. So this opens the channels for the energy to disperse, to clear, right. to release. And then we're like, oh, actually, it's not a, as big of a deal as I'm making it out to be. And as scary as it like ultimately feels, you know. Totally. It just helps us neutralize. Absolutely. Helps us present. And, and I will say again, like opportunities lie in the present. They yeah. don't lie in the fear that, you know, we might be feeding into. Yeah. Or less opportunities exist there. I'll say that. Exactly. Okay. Cool. So we'll go just like one quick round of tapping. Okay. Okay. So this is just a hypothetical question. Like, let's say someone lost their job. This is what you could do. And just apply whatever is currently going through you. Like, um, if you're an entrepreneur, I'm not going to get any new clients signed up this month. Um, if you're a mom, I'm 
damaging my children <laughs> with, you know, my emotional responses, like whatever it is. Um, actually, maybe we could do that one. Yeah. I feel like it would be more relatable right now. Is that, is that yeah. okay? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So we're calling in with the karate chop point. So just like if you're a mom, calling in all like the things you're worried about. Telling my kids to stop crying. Yeah. yeah. I really should I be? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So even though I told my daughter to stop crying mm -hmm. and she, the other night. Yeah. So you repeat after me, okay, Jenna, and everyone else doing this with us, repeat out loud or in your mind, but it's more powerful out loud. Okay. Okay, so even though I told my daughter to stop crying the other night. I repeat after you, even though I told my daughter to stop crying the other night. So we're moving to all the different points now, five to, we could keep our eyes open if you want, but if you're doing it by yourself, it's nice to close your eyes. You can really get into it. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I need us to do one thing before we start. I just That's remember. Okay. That's okay. We're kind of just throwing you at this. So <laughs> take a moment okay. and just, it's, we've been tapping for a while, Jenna, like a few minutes now. So you're going to feel a little bit elated, a little bit lighter, but just right now presence where you're at on an emotional level, like zero is zero stress, zero anxiety. Like zero is calm, serene, peaceful. And 10 is like extremely stressed, extremely um, anxiety, anxious, extremely um, um, like constricted, contracted. So just on a level scale of one, zero to 10, just right where you're at right now. Okay. And like calling in the fear, calling in the, the, the yeah, the fear, the doubt. Okay. And where are you at for number? I would say a six or a seven in between there. 6.5. Okay. That's where I, I, I caught, I got a six for myself. All right. I'm thinking of something specific towards me, but yes. Okay. Let's go with six. And then we'll call in with the karate chop point, just the, the theme of, you know, quote unquote, being a bad mom. There's no such thing. You're an amazing mom. All right. So even though I told my daughter to stop crying the other night. Even though I told my daughter to stop crying the other night. Even though my emotional body can't handle her emotional body. Even though my emotional body can't can handle her emotional body. Even though I wasn't there for her in the way she needed me to be. Even though I wasn't there for her in the way that she needed me to be. I deeply and completely, I deeply and completely love, love, and accept myself and accept myself. So again, we're calling up like all the worst case scenarios, all the fears, even though my daughter will resent me for the way I responded to her, even though my daughter will resent me for the way that I responded to her. Even though I'm emotionally damaging my children by not being able to hold space for their emotions. Even though I'm emotionally damaging my children for not allowing them to emotionally hold space for emotions. <clears throat> Even though I'm a bad mom because 
even though a bad mom because I told her to stop crying. I told her to stop crying. I deeply and completely love. I deeply and completely love. And accept myself. And accept myself. Even though I'm a bad wife because I'm sorry, I'm just like riffing here. Even though, even though my husband thinks I'm a bad mom. Even though my husband thinks I'm a bad mom. Because I told her to stop crying. Because I told her to stop crying. Even though she feels unsupported and unsafe in her emotional body. Even though she feels unsafe and unsupported in her emotional body. Even though I'm not doing my part as a mom to hold space for her. Even though I'm not doing my part as a mom to hold space for her. And as I'm saying this, Jen, I'm totally thinking of my. See, it's a common thing that a lot of moms have. So any moms that are watching, we hope yeah. you guys can go through this with us. Yeah. Even though I'm a bad mom and Even I should be better. And I should be better. I deeply and completely love. I deeply and completely love. And accept myself. And accept myself. Good. So let's just take a moment. Rest your palms up or down over your thighs. Close your eyes. Take a nice full breath in down to your pelvis, belly, diaphragm, chest. And just take a moment to sit with this, this space you've created. And then now, Jenna, where are you at on, an, on that emotional scale? I definitely feel better, mm -hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you. If you could give it a number. Oh, boy. I don't know, like a three. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm at. I got three, too. Oh, that's awesome. Look at yeah. us in food of pals. Yeah, I definitely feel that. I, I felt like even before, because I mean, that's something, obviously that's been bothering me since this morning in listening to learning about EFT, emotional freedom technique, and listening to just um, a YouTube video on it on, on the way to the gym. Like, that's what I do when I'm on my way to the gym. I'm not like pumping up music. Like, yeah, I'm going to the gym. Like, I love just like listening to something educational, especially related this stuff but that was the thing was like you know she said you know you know you feel like you're being a good friend when you say oh Maria it's okay like stop crying everything's gonna be okay right I mean we're all great friends right mm -hmm. but I taught myself and I was like oh my god I literally just did that to like I do that to my kids all the time like just stop crying it's fine like it's gonna be okay and I think all of us as moms have probably done it mm -hmm. and literally this morning I was like oh my god I have so much guilt from that like I what am I doing to my children? I'm always telling them to stop crying. And like, sometimes I get angry. I'm like, just stop crying. Like go to your room and just stop crying, you know? Mm -hmm. So like I hold on to so much mom guilt. And so listening to that today, I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right. And then just now tapping, like honestly before, like I had like this stomach guilt and I have a lot of stomach problems sometimes. So obviously I hold on to a lot of emotions in my stomach and mm -hmm. right underneath my bra. So my, from my bra to my stomach, I hold a ton of emotions. Yeah. So as we were talking about this and probably when you asked me where I was at and a little bit before that, before we started tapping the first time, um, I definitely could feel like this very stuck energy, right? Like right underneath my boobs, right? Like mm -hmm. right underneath my bra. 
And that's where I hold a ton of anxiety, guilt, shame, fear, everything. All my emotions stay there. But right now I feel like, I feel like it's, it's moved. Like it's, it's, it's not there. So that's the crazy thing is just like this stuff that I'm learning about EFT and like, even how you know, it and the things that we've done together, it's like, man, like Mm -hmm. we are energy balls. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And we can work through so much stuff. So we don't have to have the temptation of other things. I'm not saying you, you can't drink, you can't, you know, have fun or do anything like that. But I'm saying if it's become an addiction, like Mariah has said, right, and to cover emotions, maybe this is something that you can tap into. Maybe this is something you needed to hear today, because mm-hmm. on a Friday or Saturday night, you're just going for a bottle of wine, right, mm-hmm. to, to numb the emotions that have happened the past week or the past years, right? So take advantage, dig deep into this EFT. So to kind of wrap things up, can you tell everyone where they can find you, Mariah? Because I know we could talk hours on here, um, but I think we're just gonna have to bring you back again. (laughs) Um, So stay tuned for bringing Mariah Loveland back again to talk more about more topics. Um, so where can people find you if they want to learn how to do an Indian head massage with you, which is what I have done. I recommend the three series. She dives deep. It's like peeling back an onion every single time to help you release emotions. And she's got amazing crystal balls and crystal balls, crystal bowls. Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she's got amazing services that she offers. And you guys, if you're local in Grand Prairie, she's right here. She's in our backyard and she is just an array of sunshine. So where can they find you and what are, what's an upcoming course that maybe um, listeners can um, take a look at and invest in for their health? Yeah. So my, everything is Mariah Loveland. So Instagram, it's at Mariah Loveland. It's spelled unusual. Uh, I'm sure Jenna will spell it out, but I'll say it here. M-I-R-I-A-L-O-V-L-I-N. So it's MariahLoveland.com or Instagram, MariahLoveland, Facebook, same thing. Um, and so just to like give you an overview of what I do, I really help, I want to say clear the energetic body, clear the frequency that we're holding within us so that we can vibrate at that place of, of love. Mm-hmm. You know, ultimately it's unconditional love. Um and so with through my courses, through my treatments, I really help you clear the energetic body, the emotional body, like going in through the, the mind, going in through the physical body, whether it's um, on my courses or in my treatments. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yes, you know, you can go to energy healers, you can go to practitioners. That's amazing. That's incredible to help shift the energy, to clear it, to move it, to help you see things that maybe you hadn't seen before, you know. Um, that is, I'm all about that, all about that. Um, I love going to, you know, to massage, to Reiki, to like different things myself. Um, and then there's also, you have everything within you. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. Yes. I was just going to say that. Yes. You have all the answers within you. And that's what is the fun part about it. It's just, you got to yeah. dig deep into it. It sucks, yeah. but it's so powerful and it's exciting. The inner work is real. Like the inner work is where you're going to find that 
biggest liberation, that biggest transmutation, that biggest, you know, and it's not from a place of needing more from a place of lack, but it's just your own personal growth, development, um, mm -hmm. liberating yourself from the emotional body, you know, feeling trapped. Um, so that's what my course, my new course, Super Bloom, starts April 18th. And I give you the tools, like through the tools that I've um, studied, practiced, developed over, you know, the past two decades of my, how old am I? Yeah, almost two decades of, anyways, oh my gosh. How old are you? You're not old. I was born in 85, so uh, 36, 37. Wow, and you look amazing. That's hard to believe, Mariah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So almost two decades, not quite two decades. I started early. I started young with my career. But anyways, um, so Super Bloom, I give you like the step-by-step -step tools to move you into your physical body, your breath body, your mental, emotional body. We get into the subconscious and you really like take this work and apply it to yourself yeah. so that you can experience that freedom. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. So cool. Yeah. So they can find you on Instagram and then they can find all the information to those resources, right? Yeah. And so also, um, if you're interested in super bloom, it's on my website. So marialoveland.com forward slash super bloom. Yeah. And what we're going to get is Mariah, if you can send me all the PDFs from what we talked about today, your Instagram handle, your website, all of the links, I will make sure that we put them in the show notes and on the VIP, the health and hustle community. So you guys can go and check it out. And if you're not yet already in the health and hustle community on Facebook, make sure you get dived into that. Um, I'll post the link below as well in the podcast, because you always want to make sure you're on there because you get to see the real footage and all the interviewees that are to come on this health and hustle podcast. So Thank you, Mariah, for all of your wisdom today and for being here. Um, I hope you guys are all inspired to walk away with some new things that you can take on to your health, maybe things that you've never considered about. You know, on this podcast, it's not just food and meal prepping and things like that. It's it's like deep stuff. It's emotional stuff. It's tapping. It's meditating. It's journaling. And so if you don't already have a morning routine, maybe now it's time to start a morning routine. Ground yourself in the morning. It's so important. Start by waking up, setting your timer, do one minute of meditation every single day and grow from there. And after you're done meditating, just start journaling what comes to you. Ask yourself, what am I fearful for or feel fearful of and start incorporating that and maybe start taking the steps to incorporate some EFT, some emotional freedom techniques that we kind of covered today. It's a journey, you guys. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process. It's tough. It's hard, but it is so rewarding um, on the other side of when you can kind of really tap into it. And it's a journey, right? It's never a destination, I think. Right, Mariah? It's like a forever lifelong journey. We're on this planet to learn lessons um, throughout our life. So learn right. the lessons, get uncomfortable, feel the emotions. So thank you, Mariah. Thank you, everybody. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us in the Health and Hustle podcast today. Always remember to take care of your health before you hustle. It's totally doable. Like I always say, all advice that was shared is based on my personal experiences or those of the interviews that should be taken with a pinch of salt. 
I'm going to leave you guys with a little affirmation to wrap up this podcast because as I always share with my girls every single morning, positive affirmations are one of the best ways to start the day. Here's what we say. I am smart. I am strong. I am beautiful. I can do anything and I love me. Make today amazing, you guys. Don't forget to join my Health & Hustle community and follow us on Instagram, Health & Hustle. See you next episode. Thank you.